Welcome back to another edition of Sports Tech Atlanta Seed Talk. I'm your host, Sterling Mack. Joined on the other end by Taylor Mack. Uh, today, we've got a couple uh, really platforms that we'll bring to you, talk through a little bit of news, and then hit funding rounds as usual. Um, so we'll get into here the news we wanted to bring, which I think is pretty cool. Obviously, we're people are starting to be vaccinated. We're getting to a different place here um, within the landscape of sports and really going to sports. We saw what the Rangers did there for opening day. Uh, but the NBA and Clear, and if you're not familiar with Clear, Clear is the uh, secure identity company. You see them pretty much when you're like in the waiting in line at the airport, things like that. Uh, they announced a partnership that will make Clear's health pass technology available to NBA teams for COVID-19 health screenings in their arenas. This is pretty big just because, you know, the NBA is trying to figure out the best way to bring back fans on a large scale. Um, and in doing so, obviously this partnership kind of helps that right now, if you go to games like in Miami or Utah, you have to do like a 15 in Atlanta as well. You have to do like a 15, 25 minute screening before you get into the game. It's I think just it's just another way for the elites to collect your information and then have it stored in their processing servers. I, I, it's They've been trying to figure it out. I haven't signed up for clear when I fly. Why are they trying to do it when I want to just enjoy some good old American sports? What what voice was that? I don't know. It was a mixture of a blue-collar worker mixed with a white-collar worker from the South. That also Interesting. is from the Midwest. I, I couldn't figure it out, but you got what I was dropping. You're going to have a lot of conspiracy theorists on this one, was my point. Interesting. Uh, of course, I mean, anytime, I, let me get into it, why why that is. The Health Pass is a free mobile experience by Clear that securely connects a user's verified identity to multiple layers of COVID-19-related health information, like test results, to help uh, reduce public health risk and aid in the safe return of fans to NBA venues in the United States. Uh, Clear Health Pass allows fans to securely access and verify their health information prior to entering an arena. Uh, additionally, as COVID-19 vaccines continue to be administered across the country, Clear's Health Pass will soon offer the ability to link an individual's vaccination records to their Health Pass account. So as Taylor was jokingly kind of talking about there, a ton of information is going to be stored within the Health Pass uh, again, it's free. It's a free mobile app. This is not a no ad here. I do have, I actually do use clear, but this is not an ad. Uh, I think it's actually amazing what they're doing here to be able to allow fans one. I mean, you just want everyone to be incredibly safe and also, uh, the time it's going to take, especially from a large scale, right. To make sure everyone is safe entering to the arena. I think this is a great way to do it. Uh, I agree. And I mean, I, I have no problem. This is, it's crazy that you have all these conspiracy theorists that are coming out, like clears health pass technology clears six, six letters, health, <laughs> six letters pass. It's four. But if you take tech and break it down to TC, that's six letters altogether. What does all that triple sixes mean? Like, I, I, I hate that we're at this, this point in reality um, where you have, clear technology benefits that can just streamline current processes. And so that you know that the people that you're around and when you're bringing your family out, that everybody is safe because everybody has different worries. You don't know what people's livelihoods are, or what their underlying conditions might be. And, um, and so the, the better that we can be out in public and, and being safe, but also at the same time, not hampering um, or adding, you know, a delay to your current processes, getting into like a game and you can just, you don't think about, um, an added step that just makes life easier. And then that's one closer step we are to, you know, the new normal that we're in 
um, and possibly getting back to normal. So I, I, I like this partnership and um, I think I hope it can be fruitful for the NBA and uh, provide because obviously the NBA is the biggest venue that can be at risk for people since it's inside. You know, you right. have to worry about your HVAC units. Hopefully, I think I'm, I'm assuming well, hockey, but yeah. Yeah. hockey as well. Um, any any in, internal arena, you would hope that the you know the air is fine, sanitation's good, and so that's the biggest concern because Dr. Fauci just came on, uh, I think CNN a couple of days ago, and he's like, I have no problem sitting, you know, per, he said personally, I have no problem with myself going to a, an outdoor game, sitting in the stands wearing my mask as he's vaccinated as well. So it's just, it's just a nice step to make sure and ensure, you know ensure the health of of all the patrons in attendance. Yeah, totally agree. So shout out to them, shout out to Clear. Obviously, the NBA <clears throat> feels like they're always kind of forward on a lot of these issues and um, really cool that they're putting this partnership together. Uh, again, to really streamline and help people to feel safe while they're in the arenas here. Uh, you know, playoffs coming. It's going to be – it's been a weird NBA season. You know, Jamal Murray just got hurt last night. Yeah. Um, but we're going to have a play-in tournament. It should be amazing here, and hopefully every all fans of all these teams are able to uh, to enjoy it. You want to know what makes me kind of happy just on talking about clear? You ever run into those moments at the airport when like the clear line is 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 kind of backed up, and then you happen to get into like a a smooth running general general ticket main ticket line, and you just walk walk through in like two minutes or or under five minutes, and you see people in clear just kind of struggling. It just kind of gives you because obviously you know having the clear pass, it's so much easier for traveling. But then I don't want to think about what I haven't done, and so when I see that they're they're struggling and I'm not struggling, it just kind of gives you. A little bit of a boost makes you happy sometimes. It's so funny you say that. I was flying home this past weekend, and the TSA pre-check clear line was back was farther back than the regular line. <laughs> I was so mad. It, I was like, "Why am I in here?" I would have just been laughing at you, but it, it also then, it was because I, one person. You know, there's like always that one person that doesn't know that how like, to use, doesn't know how hands. to, doesn't know how to do something, or like they get to the front. And then security had to like it was just like a mess. You're just like, oh my god! And then when you got through, it's so easy. Like especially when you're on that side, like it's it's really quick. It should yeah. be really quick. And instead, like people are bogging it down and just not able to do things. And uh, yeah, so I have seen it happen. I've heard it's happened a ton in Atlanta late because so many people have like TSA pre-check and clear. That's where I ran into it on my return trip. So it was, it was fun on one occasion. And yeah, it, uh, I can, I can tell you for a fact, there is nothing more frustrating than being behind somebody in TSA line, whether if you're in clear, which wouldn't make sense in clear or just general boarding right. that you don't know how to operate in the security line. When you get to the, to it the is, baggage. it's so frustrating. And it's, you know what, because people, one, people you, you forget that people don't travel all the time. If you do yeah. travel, if you're fortunate enough to travel a little bit. The other part of that is like there's so many people that are just like doing it for the first time and like they haven't flown in three years or something. You forget yeah. how big the country is, right? Yeah. Wait, I gotta take you my, my jacket somebody off. and you're like why can't I, I just got this water down, down, down there? I can't bring the water in. No, ma'am, you gotta you gotta put the water, just throw just throw the water out. Are you it's, see people like they take one thing out and then they put all their stuff in one bin. And you're like, no, no, no. You got to put the computer like separate. And they're like, but why? Like, well, I, yeah. I don't know. You, they just, they tell you to do that. And I'm just sitting here angry. Like, how have you not seen this or read anything about this? But then you, like you said, you have to understand like the, the country is. That's bad. the other thing, right? When you're staying in there in line, you, you stay in there for like 10, 15 minutes. Like what, what do you watch other people do? Nothing. 
literally in their own minds. Uh, yeah, but um, again, shots in the NBA, shots are clear. Um, really cool to see that roll out. The first story we have, you know, I saw this. You know, everyone started following um, Nifty e, the Nifty Esports platform. I was like, "What is that? Who was that?" Next thing you know, I saw an article come out. I believe it was on uh, Yahoo's finance uh, page, and it was on ePlay. So we'll kind of dive into it a little bit, try to make sense of who and what they are, and why it's a big deal. I think not only for the NFT market, but for really gaming and sports in general. So. Uh, ePlay announced that Waylon, Ian Chin, and Joey Brander of First Serve Partners have joined the ePlay Advisory Board to help prepare for the uh, release and launch of ePlay's newest proprietary technologies, such as an augmented reality fitness app to be officially announced very soon. Uh, so ePlay's augmented reality 3D and immersive fitness sports, or what it is, right, is an augmented reality 3D an immersive fitness, sports, esports, and entertainment games. It's a lot to say at once. Uh, and apps that offer phenomenal live experiences that are celebrity driven, um, which is super cool. So I started like diving through. I was like, what, what have I missed games? Like what, what games are we talking about? Right. So they have um, the one that's like the big shot AR. That's like Steph Curry, LeBron James. Uh, they have one with like Dr. Oz. They have Howie's games. If you remember Howie that had the show way back when, um, uh, want to make a deal? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I, I think he's on America's Got Talent at this at the moment right now. Oh, really? See, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't do those. I games. believe it's one of those shows. Um, but it's really cool. And now they have created this pretty, from what I've heard, very immersive uh, in-app marketplace uh, for NFTs. Which obviously NFTs are in a crazy place right now. Um, but super cool for what they're trying to do. Uh, Taylor, what do you think about ePlay? What do you think about uh, the addition to their advisory board? Uh, no, I, I think it's a great announcement and um, just kind of building on top of that. I know familiarity. They had the connection with the NBA top shot. If you, you know, you guys have heard us talk about that on numerous occasions, but there's all their other opportunities uh, to collect NFTs or, you know, they're also saying um, for their, for their site, you know, nifties. And so um, there's only a scarce number of those that will be released at a, at a time. And so, um, these collectibles can be valuable, but then at the same time, you know, you can earn them and um, through the, the games or the, uh, sorry, immersive 3D augmented reality that, they, that they've released. So it's, it's pretty unique. And then you also have some good backers in there. I mean, um, from, you know, the legend um, of Warren Moon, who is a NFL, former NFL and CFL great African-American quarterback. And um, he is a part of this group as well through um, uh, First Serve. So it's just good people connected with it, but at the same time, the opportunities that you can do and just what um, is available through ePlay is is pretty impressive. Yeah, I think the cool thing about them, right, is their technology is, uh, again, pretty immersive. I know I said that a couple of times, but what's going to be cool from their fitness aspect of it, uh, kind of digging into it, right? That augmented reality. We've, we've done a couple uh, stories or, or kind of platforms on, on that prior, but from where ePlay has already been right with their games, the way that they, the way that um, the user interface goes, things like that. Now with them kind of jumping into, into this like fitness realm, it's going to be amazing to see. I think too, Anytime you already have done gaming, anytime you've already been able to kind of corner what gaming is, obviously all the in-app purchases, things like that, to then build off of that and to say, okay, how can we merge gaming 
what we've already kind of done, which is pretty cool. And then some of the things we're going to be doing from an augmented reality perspective and then put this into an NFT and then create a marketplace off of it. So um, I'm pretty excited to see how this goes and how this rolls out. Yeah. Um, especially from that perspective, right? If you're able to, I was, so there's a couple new ways now that you can like make an NFT of yourself, which of course, like if anyone that knows me personally, that sounds amazing for me to do. Um, and then you're and, your value plummet and no one wants a sterling nft as it is valued at two cents you know there's a couple plays that i made way back when that i i believe are 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 very valuable not gonna Mm -hmm. lie to you Mm -hmm. definitely the louisville play the over the shoulder like willie mays catch that was that's maybe my best play to be honest with you not even the rob that was like you know on the midday sports center um yeah, and I and I'm pretty excited about that. I think that's. But then the other part of that is, Taylor, you talked about it a couple of weeks ago, right? Like, how do you take on the connected fitness market? Well, this is how, right? You do it through a, a, a really kind of the the other side of technology, right? The uh, the AI uh, side of it, right? So I think that's going to be super interesting, right? To to see how that plays out. And how their fitness side with the augmented reality, the AI part, how that all kind of like rolls out and what that does to disrupt what we saw from the connected fitness market last year. Yeah. And on top of that, if you're going from the connected fitness market and it's value driven with things that you can do in and and you can personally create value for yourself, um, it's going to be very interesting from that standpoint. So while you are working out and getting healthy, you are also working to a, a kind of a goal for yourself that can be lucrative in the end if that's how they have a few things scripted. So this is going to be a very interesting release. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So again, shout out to um, shout out to ePlay. Definitely go check out their site at ePlay Digital. Uh, and also check out, like I said, the uh, Nifty Esports platform. I believe they launched like a Twitter uh, account and Instagram account as well, so you can follow along there for all the updates. Next platform we've got here is Skio. I hope I say that right. I typically mess up one name, a podcast, but <clears throat> this startup wants to give everyone free access to tracking and coaching during their ski run. So if you know, if you're a novice, you're like, man, I want to hit up Tahoe. I want to go to North Star, but I'm not great yet. This app is perfect for you. There's already a couple apps out in the marketplace, but with Skio, was a little different where. Um, <clears throat> Well, first, it's free, but it's also been developed by Bodie Miller. Uh, if you remember him, you know, he was a big time uh, world, uh, I believe like world class skier, I should say. He was, he was also like X Games, Olympic Games, things like that. Um, but what they're able to do is they're able to take your first five ski runs and they essentially rank and then score it and then break it down to the five uh, core skills, which is including speed, stamina your body position, your turn style, and then the difficulty. Uh, With those metrics, they're able to then kind of rank you and then stack you up against others, which is always kind of good to see like kind of where you are and like how you're looking against other people, especially if you're just starting out. Um, And then from there, you're able to really look at the strengths and weaknesses and then kind of build off of that and then get more feedback as you get more runs underneath yourself. Now, if you're just starting out, to be honest, five runs is a lot. That's that's probably going to hurt a little bit, but um, a really cool idea here, especially for people as they're just getting in this game. Yeah, I I think it 
it adds something to going out there and you know just kind of going through the motions it's like i enjoy skiing i'm a snowboarder myself always have to throw that out there but you know like i enjoy being on the slopes and i just want to i want to get something out of it a little bit more and or if you're looking at it like i do like to work out or you're kind of on the fringe of being competitive and you know you you have that uh skill to be able to you know hit the slopes like that from you know going in and out of the flags or or simulating a run like that so um being able to get those rankings and um being able to compare yourself of seeing where you where you're at and if you're you, you know you're complacent or you're or, or you are okay with what you're seeing you're like all right I'm, I'm a good skier and i can probably improve upon this or not but it just it gives you something to kind of look forward to when you're when you're skiing and not just kind of going through the motions and so what you do is you put two um sensors on your skis like right in front of the bindings and then you put a body sensor on you and then you have your phone on you and then as you go through your runs you're going to get direct feedback on everything that sterling listed and so like like i'm just saying if you know repetitive at this point but just kind of it adds to your runs and gives you something that you can monitor and come back and try and improve upon if you're trying to beat yourself or uh just improve upon you know nationally people are competitive people yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of expand on that. So like Taylor said there, there's, um, there's two ski sensors, a body sensor um, from what they call it, kind of their proprietary um, name for it is called snow cookies. Uh, and then like Taylor said, it, which is integrated into the Skio app. Um, you can actually purchase more of these sensors if you're like more advanced and you kind of want to like get a little bit better. Um but it's cool because you can look at the exact edge angles uh, inside and outside of your skis. Also check um, like your your symmetry on your turns. Also look at your body position, which I think is big. That's the biggest thing. Anytime I've ever skied, my body position is pretty putrid. Putrid. Did I say that right? And then uh, putrid. Yeah, it just came out putrid. <laughs> um so this is an awesome way i think for you know we haven't seen a ton of that we've seen a few things pop up within um kind of these i'll say still like alternative sports kind of the the x games uh type activities uh but i think this is a super cool one and again when you're backed by someone uh with a name like bodie miller uh it's super cool so shout out to skio and everything that they are doing right there so we were off for a week so we're a little behind, but we've got a ton of funding rounds here. Uh, I'll try to r- not run through them, but I'll try to give you the highlights and then expand on a couple of them here. So uh, Meadowlark, which is the new media company founded by ESPN um, veterans, John Skipper, who's also, he was just recently at DAZN and then he like, kind of stepped into more advisor role so he could actually go into this uh, this venture uh, with his old partner, Dan Levitard, obviously. Dan uh, kind of pushed the envelope and then decided to to kind of step out on his own there from ESPN recently. Um, so they've just raised $12.6 million um, from investors that include DraftKings, uh, the for- former Sony chairman, Michael Linton, uh, Aries Capital, which is the uh, an arm of the asset management firm co-founded by the Atlanta Hawks, Hawks owner, Tony Ressler. Shout out to Hawks there. Uh, next one is Starstock. So Starstock is an online sports card marketplace. They just raised $8 million in a Series A funding. Uh, led by Andreessen Horowitz uh, with angel investors, including, uh, again, shout out Atlanta Hawks here, 
Trey Young, uh, Twitch co-founder Justin Kahn, and BetMGM COO Ryan Spoon. Uh, this one's interesting. Uh, obviously, we know where cards are right now, um, but StarStock was founded back in 2019 and has really risen alongside the boom that is cards. Uh, so the cool thing with them is sellers can send the cards to the company to hold in a secure location, allowing for instant transactions. Um, over really the past year, signups and card submissions have grown over 500%. So I believe the money is going to go into infrastructure, also uh, new... I believe kind of like distribution for them to be able to uh, really receive all these cards, but also kind of send them back out to everybody. So shout out to them. Uh, so if you're looking for a new place to be able to send your cards, there's been so many backlogs. Um, definitely check out Starstock if that's of interest to you. Um, let's see. The next one is Loki, which is um, really within esports. You're able to record, edit, share, and watch moments from your PC gameplay. So they just raised seven million dollars uh, in a new funding round, again backed by Andreessen Horowitz. Uh, I believe that's going to be a name you're going to hear a lot here in the next couple of months. <clears throat> uh, Bology. Uh, they announced that they completed a $6 million round. Uh, this is a Series A for them. Uh, they've now raised a total of $9.5 million. You go back to our, I believe, our, one of our November podcasts. Uh, we, we broke down who and what Bology is. <clears throat> um, but super cool for them. And shout out to, I believe there's a couple of athletes in there. And I'm trying to look through some notes. Yeah. Uh, Gary Harris of the Orlando Magic. Um, as well as Rocky Turner, um, we're along into the uh, the funding round there. Next one we have is Gloria, which is a soccer startup here. Um, it's backed by Alexis Ohanan, uh, obviously Serena Williams's husband and co-founder of Reddit. Uh, so they just raised $3 million in a seed round. Um, as they kind of build out their platform to go after really kind of expanding uh, what they feel like they can do from a social perspective within soccer. And the last one, another card marketplace, which is Dibs, uh, just picked up a $2.8 million financing round. I believe their platform is still in beta and they just closed it off. Uh, but the new, but the investors were led by Courtside Ventures, uh, JDS Sports, uh, Sports Card, excuse me, yeah, JDS Sports, and also uh, Nat Turner and Channing Fry. And that uh, concludes all the funding rounds and concludes our Sports Tech Atlanta for the week. Uh, definitely check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Sports Tech Atlanta. Uh, you can find Taylor at TaylorMac29. You can find me at Steemac. So we appreciate you listening. Uh, we hope to see you in the next edition of Sports Tech Atlanta. See you tomorrow.